so before we get into tonight's episode, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, which tonight we have no sponsor. Oh. And the reason why is that uh, the uh, the platform that we've been using for advertising over the last year plus, Podgo, podgo.co, is uh, now gone. They are, they've been purchased by another company, and apparently, apparently... We uh we aren't big enough to uh, get a sponsor oh, from this bummer. new company at this juncture. At this juncture, but hey, shout out to our original sponsor, Shine Through Window Cleaning. I mean, we're essentially done for the season, but uh, hey, Shine Through Window Cleaning. Just so you know, uh, for the remainder of the winter, is going to be doing uh, dryer vent cleaning and leaf guard installs. So if you are on the South Shore. If you're interested in either of those services, call 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189. Or you can find us on Instagram at Shine Through uh, Window Cleaning or on Facebook at Shine Through Window Cleaning, I believe, is the uh, the tag for both. Yep. Hit us up and, uh, you know, you might see myself or Andrew's smiling face to come do an estimate for you. So, hey, otherwise, we'll see you full-time back in March. But anyway, yo, what's up? What's, up, what's, up, what's, up? what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike, and uh, thanks for tuning into another episode of our show. And first and foremost, to my co-hosts, my esteemed co-hosts, Catherine and Andrew, who are both here with me. Guys, how are you? What's up? Good. I gotta say, I feel a bit slighted that we uh, don't have a sponsor anymore. I know. Like, what a bunch of losers. Do they know how good this mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. is? Do you listen? Uh, guys. Happy Festivus. Happy, Happy Festivus, Festivus for, for the, the rest, rest of us. We are recording this, and this episode will actually be out same day. So happy Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, we get the, cro- the poll out of the crawl space, and we have a lot of problems with all you people. And I have a lot of problems with you people, and right now you're going to hear about it. You couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a <laughs> hot girl lying on a... I lost my train of thought. I lost my train We're going to have our feats of strength later. <laughs> feats of strength. Me and Andrew. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, you pin me. as yeah. I rain blows upon you, as I rain <laughs> blows upon him, I realized there must be another <laughs> way. I was purchasing a doll for my son. <laughs> God, such a great episode of television. I know we always talk about Seinfeld in this. So if you're not a Seinfeld fan, I'm sorry for you because, uh, but watch you're the Festivus episode. Yeah, the Festivus episode is really, really great. So yeah. I think you would probably Yamaha. like it if, uh, if, you, if, if you like to laugh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're waiting for, but hey, guys, since the last time we recorded, and uh, I mean, I, I feel like it's, we're not going to celebrate our birthday or anniversary every single year. Last year, we did a, it was our one year anniversary, and we did a, we did a big podcast kind of reflecting on the first year of the show, but uh, since the last time we recorded, we have now hit two full years as a podcast. Woo-hoo! So I feel con- like after congratulations you do, after to you do us. the first year birthday then it's five five yeah. ten that's when we'll start that's when it really matters like the longevity right. i think we'll hit five ten i mean we'll see Maybe i mean I'm, i'll probably be dead we'll be in our then, 40s you might be dead by then i hope not i hope not oh my god um but yeah so it's uh, not only festivus and uh christmas is coming it's festivus right now um it is also there's a birthday coming up. There's yes. a birthday coming up in a few days. Birthday hosts. boy, birthday boy. And a wanna, and a tua, and a threea. 
A happy birthday, birthday to you. To me. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to Andrew, Walter, Wilfred the shit. So many different. A happy birthday to you. How old are you now? I'm crusty as shit. You smell like a cow. You look like a monkey. And you smell like one, too. Hey, hey, all of those things may or may not be true. May or may not be true. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I feel like a 21-year-old girl. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. You were rubbing your nipples, too, so that that makes it even that much better. better. Andrew, I have to ask you, as a uh, guy that's lived into his his 30s, um, what are your thoughts on having uh, your birthday the day after Christmas? Um... Kind of makes me feel a little bit like Jesus, almost there you to go. some extent. Yeah. Like, I've always thought of the Son of Christ, of the Son of God, and you in the same. Well, thing. I mean, there's yes. a reason. There's a reason I'm born so close to His birthday because right. I shine my light shine upon, upon all, and to all I shine my light. And if you don't have my light, you're you, in the dark. And you're in the dark, <laughs> and you better think about. What you've done, <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 a it's whatever. At this point, I could care less. Well, we're doing a very fun thing we are for Andrew's very birthday. Fun we're going to go to uh, Mohegan Sun in Connecticut and uh, gamble on some football some and football hang out gambling. and get it's some gonna dinner. Be a blast. And uh, it'll be a great time. I'm really looking forward. Best to thing it. is, no girls invited. Yeah, so. I know that. So yeah, just me, Andrew, Seth, and Craig, the uh, the Shine Through crew. But uh, Andrew, I, or I guess guys, in in general, since now we've been uh, doing this for two full years, which is still insane to me, uh, that not only we've been doing it for this long, and I feel like we've come a long way. I feel like we've become better as podcasters. Uh, that, but it's also just amazing to me that people still listen to us, and we still get feedback. People still seem to enjoy our ramblings, which is just wild. I mean, but, I figured um, we'd be famous by now, but. Yeah, well, well uh, kind of. I mean, good thing, good, I guess it depends on who you talk to. Good thing comes to those who wait. Yeah, exactly. So um, um, I guess for this particular year, and I know this is kind of off the cuff, was there anything this year that we've done that has stuck out to you guys for a favorite part of the year? Do you have a favorite episode, a favorite thing that we've done? I mean, I, I know for me personally, and I know, Andrew, you were vaguely there for this, I thought doing Fright Kingdoms Fright Before Christmas was fucking awesome. That was a great event to cover, and I also thought it was fantastic that we not only got to go to Barrett's again this year and review the event, but we also got to interview uh, Mary from Barrett's Hunter. I thought that was awesome, and oh man, I I feel like uh, that that just is a testament to the support we've gotten from some of the local haunt community, and I think that that is just, that, that, that makes me happy, because that was kind of what I wanted to I sought out to do when we started, and I think those were a couple of my big highlights this year were some of the haunted attractions that we did. Um, I think we've had a great year in general. I think it's been really fun. Yeah. I think... Covered um, a wide variety of topics, right? Yeah. I think what I found the coolest about this year, because, you know, dealing with the pandemic and everything, is how how we've come full circle. Like, I remember a little bit over a year ago, we were doing... We did the Barrett's. We did the, uh, screens, the screens and screams. Screens and yeah. screams at a drive-thru. And how much different everything felt at that point in time to this year when we went to Barrett's. 
We're yeah. able to walk through the exhibits. Not exhibits. It's not Ex- a museum. It's, I mean, it's essentially a museum. Kind of. It's a horror museum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just amazing how much you can take for granted because we're so used to having everything we want just right there for the taking. And then when you lose that opportunity to have that, how much better it is when you actually regain it and you realize yeah. you shouldn't take anything for granted. We're all lucky to be on this little marble that we like call the Earth. That's a nice, like, Christmas thought. It is. It's yeah. Like my, it's like a wonderful life. It's nice. like my, uh, Yeah, I like that. Zuzu's nice. petals or whatever that is. Zuzu's <laughs> petals. Oh, my God. A beautiful <laughs> thought from the beautiful birth... The beautiful birthday Maybe boy. the mustache has made me wiser, it's, but, you know. Yeah, I know... I know uh, you, you guys are unable to see on this podcast, but Andrew has uh, stuck with the Movember mustache throughout December and now it is uh, two months of hard work it is quite quite distinguished I have to say and then just wait till the mullet I I was say so yeah so you want to fill everyone in on your plan about what you want to do well I'm growing a mullet so there's that so I'm going to have a big old mustache and a mullet and I'm just not going to give a shit what anybody thinks just see what happens I just want to I'm just it's it's more like a social experiment see how people are they just going to assume that I'm some sort of piece of white trash maybe which I am white and I am uh, kind of trash. Still a piece if you of <laughs> if you do grow this mullet, would you rock the man bun? I'm sorry. Like a man for the bun. top part for the top part. You're saying the long part. Who does the long that? Part. Who I'm does just that? Saying you Absolutely can? not. <laughs> there are no man buns. That does not. That is I would not love allowed. to see you with a man bun. <laughs> I would love to kill myself if I had a man bun. Kat, what about you? What's been your favorite part of this year? Or is there anything that you can think of like, I mean, that, that stuck out I to you? I feel like it's just been a good year. We covered a wide general. range of movies, I'm glad wide we range covered, of attractions. I'm glad we covered Pan's Labyrinth on my birthday. That was really right. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, too, also enjoyed all the haunted attractions that we were able to go to this year, including the one that we did for Christmas, which was an unexpected mm. surprise. Um, yeah, I think, honestly, just our like the way we've been growing and kind of... All of our guests and stuff. I think we've. It's been a great year in general. Like I don't yeah, know if I, I have I, a one specific memory. And but okay, I liked. I guess I liked my birthday when I covered Pan's Labyrinth. That's a great point, and um, that you brought up. Thank you to every guest that we've had on this year, which I I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but I know we've had Matt Audette on. We've had Matt Gilbert on when we covered. Uh, extraterrestrial alien encounter. We've had Tony from Spooky World the Movie. We were lucky enough to have the whole crew of Spooky World the Movie on the show. Oh, that reminds me. Spook I want to thank Anthony for the Christmas card that he sent me. That was very nice. I appreciate Aww. it. Yes. <laughs> very. Oh, oh, my God. We got one, too. Oh, I didn't. I haven't looked at the mail in a while. I know. It's okay. Uh, it's been uh, a wild few weeks. Yeah, I know. It's, it's been very, very, very busy. But, yeah, to any guest that's been on our show, if you're listening to this, if we didn't mention you by name, it's not a slight. We appreciate all of you, and it's just, uh, you know, we're, we're so, so thankful for everything that you guys have done and everything that you've contributed to the show. So, uh, with that being said, are you guys ready to talk about a Christmas horror story? Yeah. Not a specific Christmas ho- Christmas horror story. A movie called A Christmas Horror Story from the year of our Lord, 2015. Okay, let's great do year. it. Let's great, go. It's let's, a great year. Let's rock and roll. All right, cool. Back so, before um, the world was stuck in a global pandemic. I know, I know. So it's it's funny because so we I, I suggested that we cover this. 
and uh, Bloody Disgusting actually posted a very good retrospective article on their website today, which is a funny coincidence, um, that I would highly recommend that you go on uh, their website and read and check out. It's got a lot of good insight, a lot of good, uh, you know, recollections. And also, that's the website that first uh, published my uh, musings. In case so, anyone forgot. In case anyone yes. forgot. Mike yep. is a published, published author. Published author, yes. Yep. Cool. Thanks for and making a, it. And a stud. Yes. Well, thank you. And Studley co-host, thanks for published my, thanks author. For, thanks for making it sound douchier than it needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Why, why else are we here? Uh, so, guys, I have to ask you both what you thought of this movie. So, Andrew, uh, since it is your birthday... Close. I will uh, ask you first. What do you think? So you guys recommended this movie, and I had uh, looked. I had been. I'd seen it a few times, scrolling across my Amazon Prime membership, and then I was like, "Yeah, it's good reviews." So I started watching it, and like five, like three minutes into the movie, I was like, "I've seen this movie." I had just realized that I had actually watched this movie like three or four years ago, and me being a space cadet, I vaguely remembered it, but. This movie, probably the best anthology-style movie that Christmas Horror has to offer, which you may say it's the only one that there (laughs) might be to offer, but definitely falls into a top ten just general anthology-type movie. I mean, the overarching theme of the movie is great. The first, if you can get past, like, the first 25, 30 minutes of this movie, because it's so, it's just very cheeseball-y. To start, it and is. it feels like a Hulu movie, and I will never not trash Hulu for their trash movies. So fair. We'll probably fair. never get a advertisement from Hulu, which nah, who I wants that? Expect who that wants anyway, that anyways? Um, awesome movie though. I love everything I, about I, this. I'd movie. have to say, even if we were very complimentary of Hulu, I don't think we, they would ever sponsor. Yeah, no. So I don't yeah, think no, I, really I, I don't care how complimentary we are. They suck. Yeah. Um, I think it's a fantastic movie. I love the tie-ins, the the different aspects of the movie, how they have, you know, you got a little Krampus. Krampus. They get changelings in there. It's very, it, you don't really get changelings very often in movies, yeah. I feel like, which is nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, without getting into spoilers, I mean, that's probably all I really have to say. The acting is mm. subpar at best, but. Seems like they spent their entire budget on William Shatner and the rest of the yeah. actors. Were, yeah, the rest uh, of the actors. I will say one thing about one of the actors, uh, Molly, who is in the, um, she's like one of the high school girls. Mm-hmm. She looks like Elijah Wood. It's really hard to not see that after you thought that. So the whole I'm time I'm like, back. is this kid? Mm. Yeah, it's it's. If you look at her again, she's almost like a mixture of Elijah Wood and who's that redhead girl from Superbad? Uh, Emma Stone. Oh. Emma, it's no, like a, it's n- oh wait from yeah no yeah it's Emma Stone. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a combination Superbad, yeah. of Elijah Wood and Emma Stone mixed into one person. Huh. I didn't Just think look of that. look at it. I will. Just look at it. Interesting. Okay. It's my takeaways. Cat, your thoughts. So I. Um, when we were talking about watching this movie, I was kind of like, uh, what's this name of this movie again? I forget that, which is the simplest thing. It's like, you know, Christmas horror a story. A Christmas horror yeah, story. Yeah, I yep. get it. But, um, I kind of went in blind, didn't really know what it was about. Uh, kind of had a hard time getting into it because we were having date night and whatever, watching the movie. And I was just like, okay, well, let's rewatch this. I, you know, I liked it overall. I liked a lot of the different, I realized I like anthologies. Because I think I didn't. This know is the what movie that made you realize that. 
was? Because I feel like you say anthologies, and I'm not really. Sh- I'm like, oh, what is that again? I, I don't know how nobody. I, I don't know how you don't know what that is, I just and how forget. it took this movie to make you realize that you like anthologies. Oh, I do like anthologies. Again, why I discount any one of your opinions on everything. Meanwhile, we've also covered we covered VHS ninety four back I in October. Know. That's an anthology. We I covered Creep Show, Creep Show, Trick or Treat, Black Black Mirror is yeah. an anthology Black TV Mirror. series. Is that really an anthology? It's a different TV story every show. episode. So yeah, it's yeah. An oh, you're gonna be in for a amazing January is gonna be awesome. Okay, for so you. actually, that's a, that's a great segue. So Andrew, before Kat finishes her thoughts, you want to talk a little bit about what we decided we want to do in January? Well, uh, or the title mean, of our... You mean Janthology? Janthology, baby. Yeah, I should be in charge of marketing with that <laughs> shit. What a name. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly what movies we're going to discuss. I know we're going to discuss... Discuss. We're going to discuss <laughs> South... Southbound, Southbound and a few tales. other movies. But basically, Southbound. Yeah. Southbound. Body Bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, XX. Yep. Uh, Twilight's on the movie. Twilight's on the movie, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Did I think we that's it. I think it's just. Four. I think, I think we four. had five. I think we had five. Because I might have had five. I don't remember all the, all the exact numbers, but yeah. So we. Two. So just you know to be like you know transparent, behind the scenes podcast shit. You know we've kind of done the same format since we started two years ago, and we've had some internal <laughs> conversation that we might want to change up the format and make everything a little bit more conversational throughout the entire show, um, because. I talk a lot. That's fine, but Cat yeah, I mean, up. I don't know. So I, I, I think, <laughs> I think in general. So we're gonna do anthologies, and we're gonna cover a bunch of different anthology movies in January. Hence the name. I think we might want to change up the format because I think the the format that we currently have for the show does not work very well with anthologies because I think we, I just think we need something new. So you know, we have. Uh, some themes in mind for the first several months of the show for 2022. Uh, so yeah, we're going to explore some new things, and uh, we appreciate everyone that listens sticking with us, and hopefully you'll give us uh, continue to listen while we change a few things. Yeah. And I do hope that the year 2022 isn't the sequel to 2020. No kidding. Or 2021. Yeah. I mean, no, get it. Oh. 2020. 2020. Part two. Oh, God. <laughs> Top of the muffin. So cute. All right, sorry. So continue with your thoughts. Oh, yeah. I forgot I was talking. Um, I liked it overall. Um, It was a little bit cheesy. I do appreciate the like. I I'm kind of drawn to those whole like high school kind of. Really? Yeah, you you love screaming all those terrible movies. I kind of love them. So I I liked that piece of it um, that maybe others may not have liked. But yeah, I I liked this movie. Okay. Good movie. Fair I'd, I'd I'd recommend it for people to watch over Christmas that are looking for something a little different. Yeah, for sure. I, I think there are definitely worse ways that you can spend an hour and a half of your time. Hundred um, percent. Great movie. I don't know great. if I would see. I, yeah. For the season that lacks the horror season. themes, yes. I think it's unique, different. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't think it was great. I did not think it was great. I did not think it was grape. I did not. Grape. I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was good, not great. Um, I thought it was a perfectly fine, passable, Christmas-themed horror movie. And it, uh, as I already mentioned, it seems like they spent their entire budget on William Shatner because the rest of the acting is suspect. But I feel like most horror movies that you watch, the acting is mostly, like, okay. 
you know, not every movie is going to have like you know uh, an Oscar potentially nominated turn from Tony Collette like in Hereditary or you know whatever other movie. But like, I feel like all you need to know about this movie if you look at the poster, you have an idea of what this movie's about. The yeah. poster has Krampus battling Santa Claus in a fist to fist fight, and when you go into that, go into this movie, excuse me, with that expectation, you know what you're going to get. Um, it was slightly disappointing in that way. Uh, I'm gonna say. Oh I mean, no! I gotta say the, the end fight of this movie. Was, the fight was cool. Rocking. That was the best part. Well, was it wasn't part. as nearly as much of a fight as you wanted to be, though. I wanted to be more. I want more fighting. Um, I thought, despite the fact that they spent probably most of their budget on William Shatner, <laughs> who actually the CGI really, in this really liked. Terrible. Yeah, it's not very good. It's not very good. But the like the practical effects aren't awful. Um, no, they're not bad at all. No. Decent for a low budget Canadian made horror movie. Um, I thought there were two good segments and the others were not that great. Yeah. For me, personally. Um, However, I did like how they all tied together, especially at the end. And the ending is great. Um, And I don't think this will ever rank among the great Christmas horror movies, which I would consider to be Krampus. Shout out to our first ever episode. Uh, Gremlins, which is a Christmas movie and a horror movie, so fuck you if you don't think so. And also Black Christmas is also great. Arguably the first slasher, even before uh, Halloween. But yeah, as I said, there are worse ways to spend an hour and a half. If you are hanging out at your house, you're in the Christmas spirit, and you're looking to watch something else that isn't Rudolph or Frosty or some other one of the other uh, Christmas specials or Christmas that's movies that you've seen movie, fifteen so times. Shut up! It's not. It's not a horror movie. So like last yeah like last last night last night Kat and I we decided we were gonna hang out at the house, make a nice dinner, decorate our tree, and watch this movie, which we did. And I was I was happy. I was happy that we watched the movie. Yeah. I, I would definitely consider watching it again, but I wouldn't consider it to be like an all timer like Christmas movie. I wouldn't no. watch it every Christmas. Like how no. you want like to watch Gremlins Cram- every Gremlins and Krampus, and Krampus are yearly yeah. yearly rewatches for me. Right. This I wouldn't consider to be that. But no. I digress. So guys, uh, this is now the third movie from twenty fifteen that we've covered. I uh, you don't have to go forever. Do you have any idea of the other movies that we've covered? No. First one. Why don't, you, why don't you just tell me? Saw? Why don't you just tell me? Uh, <laughs> let's just tell me. The no, movie not saw. Saw's so, older. Uh, the first episode of our show, Krampus, is from 2015. Okay, yeah. oh. So this came out the same year as Krampus, and also The Witch. Oh, The, the Witch. Witch. So it's so our it's third movie third. from 2015. But just to give you an idea of what else came out this year, uh, Crimson Peak, which is also a Guillermo del Toro movie. Guillermo. Never saw that. And I haven't seen it either, which I I need to. Um, we're going to cover Nightmare Alley, the new Del Toro Am movie. Am I the only one next that will, week. is willing to say that his movies are kind of overrated? Mm. I could see that too. I mean, I I like his movies, but oh, yes, it's I, I Del feel Toro. like yeah. The minute that see that movie, the minute that like, you watch it, you go, "That was fucking boring for like two hours." I I agree with that because I feel boring. like they totally. Whenever he comes out with a new movie, it's like, "Oh, new from Guillermo del Toro," and then they have this huge like, just just because it's. I mean, I like to name, take naps but, too. He's like made his own brand out of his name. So I it's just, um, still want. Yeah. He's a great. He's Pan, a great. Pan's Labyrinth is a very good movie. Yes. Boring. No. Um, see, the, like, <laughs> did you see The Shape of Water? No. No, and I have no desires. I want so to it, see it. it is essentially a remake of The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh. But like, it's like more socially story. relevant. It was okay. Like he he's a very good director, and he loves classic horror, which I feel like that's why most horror fans are quick to embrace his movies. 
But I wouldn't consider any of his movies to be among my favorites. No. He's no. a very well, knowledgeable. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. But that's, yeah, okay. It's a Just because you're very knowledgeable about something <clears throat> doesn't mean that you make something right. that great. Correct. Um, also in 2015, The Gift, which is a very, very good movie starring Jason oh, Bateman and yeah. Joel Edgerton that we I watched. I think that movie is awesome. Fantastic movie. Uh, I love Jason Bateman. Yeah, I do too. too. I do too. Especially uh, in more dramatic roles like in... Uh, What's the fucking Netflix show? Shit. Uh, Ozark. Uh, Ozark. Ozark. Great show. Be like, Great oh, show. Nope. Um, Goosebumps, the movie with Jack Black. I actually really, really like that Never movie Never seen that movie. It's good. You should watch it's it. It's good. Uh, Insidious Chapter 3. I actually really like all the Insidious movies, and I, th- I thought Chapter 3 was pretty good. Uh, the Invitation. That's a movie that we need to cover. I love that movie. Fantastic It's movie. up there with Coherence. Coherence. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Small scale... Very yes. fucked up horror. Very, uh, coherence uh, is like a, almost yeah. like a Charles Manson style. So co- coherence is a little bit more sci-fi than the invitation. Yes. The invitation is a little bit more straightforward horror. But that movie's great. I would love to cover that next year. Both of them are great. Krampus, we already talked about. Uh, p- paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, uh, 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 the Poltergeist remake, uh, terrible. Sharknado 3, oh hell no. Uh, Sinister 2. Do you see Sinister 2? I know Sinister is uh, one of your medi- favorites. Medi- mediocre. I mm. think okay. it's 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 too much about deputy so and so and Okay. Okay. It's just it's not a bad movie but it's not it's nothing to remember. So there's also a movie from 2015 called Stung. Uh, that is an underrated horror movie that is about gigantic Bees. wasps. Yikes. That's uh, horrifying. It was on Netflix for a while. Which is where I saw it. I don't think it's on there anymore, but it's worth checking out. It's very good. I don't like bees. Um, bees ter- terrify. Absolutely, like certain things terrify me. Viscerally terrify yeah. me. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to watch the movie in the first place because I knew I'd be scared and it actually grossed me out and scared me the fuck. I'm scared out, of bees, so. but I kind of want like bees in our backyard because they make honey and like you can do lip balms hmm, and all that stupid. stuff. And no, Are you I, make I would. Lip balm I, out of the bees, I honey? could if I had bees. But so you're gonna compete with Burt's bees and call it cat's bees? Yeah, cat's bees. Okay. <laughs> uh, the witch we already talked about. Uh, great movie. Obviously, go back and listen to our episode. We had Matt Gilbert on yes. from uh, the Truth Cabin. Yeah, our friend, great guy. What's up, Matt? Um, and then also a movie that flew under the radar. I know a lot of people hate M Night Shyamalan. Um, the Visit. Which is his found footage oh, movie with the kids. Not a bad movie. Good movie. Not I like that movie. That's a, a good movie. I like that movie. I was a fan. I like most M. Night Shyamalan movies. Whether that's like cool or not, like Glass. I thought Glass was good. I thought Split was good. Yeah. Was it you, and I, was it you that I was talking about Devil with recently? I like that. I, like I thought that, that movie was good. I think yeah. it's good. It's like, good. I get it. It's cheesy and it's like, but whatever. I don't fucking care. I'm just watching something. Right. Like, yeah. does not, not everything has to be some like cinematic masterpiece right. mm. like a Christmas horror story that can all be he makes he makes genre movies horror themed movies he that knows have his, twists he knows that's what, what he's you doing. That, that's what and for someone to make that many movies with yeah. that many twists like I like Signs I love Signs Unbreakable actually. Sixth Sense The Village The Village isn't I bad ha- see I, I hated The Village really? and I hated The Lady in the Water I've, oh, I, I Lady, like in, the Lady in the Water smells uh, The Village is Lady in the Water was terrible and The Happening is one the of happening the worst is, movies well, I've I blame, ever seen. I blame that on Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg because he's an idiot and he shouldn't be allowed to be in any movies because he is a disgrace so, uh, oh. I, I, I agree actually so if you're a fan of this podcast and you haven't heard before uh, despite the fact that we're based in Massachusetts, I fucking hate Mark Wahlberg. I would Wahlberg. love Mark Wahlberg to fall off a bridge and die because he thinks he is 
king shit, and he is probably the worst human being alive. Uh, what a loser. It's funny. It's convenient uh, how Hollywood forgets certain things that uh, Mark Wahlberg beat up a guy uh, back in his uh, early teenage years. And also he said out loud uh, in an interview that if he was on the plane that yeah. crashed in the World what Trade Center, that uh, things would have gone differently. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm, Mark Wahlberg. I'm sure you're you're all five foot five of you would have done nothing. Yeah, fuck What you. a loser. Absolute piece of shit. And Wahlberg's, by the so way, yeah. in the Derby Street Plaza or uh, Hingham Shipyard. Place sucks. The burgers are terrible. Wahlburgers. Agreed. I like Wahlburgers. Agreed. Uh, I like the mushroom burgers. So, guys, with this movie, um, not a lot of facts out there. Just simply aren't many. So, here's what I found. Simply the best. Uh, either of you guys, I have ever seen a movie called Ginger Snaps. No. I have. It's a werewolf movie. Yes. Very, very, very good one. Have you seen it? No. Um, so the film takes place, this movie, A Christmas Horror Story, takes place in a fictional town called Bailey Downs, which is where the Ginger Snaps film oh, really? takes I place. Oh, really? I know that. Yep. Interesting. Uh, as well as, Catherine, I think you have watched some of this, uh, also where that TV show Orphan Black takes place. Uh, I watched like two episodes of that. I didn't okay. watch too much of it, so I don't know. So this was intentional as the filmmakers that were responsible for this movie... Uh, also made the Ginger Snap film and also uh, Orphan Black. Cool. So it all takes place in the same town. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. I think I started watching it and I couldn't get into it. I, I've never seen an episode, so I couldn't tell you one yeah. way or another. Uh, and I uh, just one f- little fun fact. If you decide to watch this movie all the way through to the end, normally at the end of movies, in the credits, it'll say no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Thank God. In this particular film, it says... Uh, no elves were harmed in the making of this film. I thought I was going to say animals Jeez. were harmed. I animals know, that's what I thought you were going to. Like, that would be like, awesome. Oh I mean, there, there, there were some reindeer. I don't think there were any other elves. Elves uh, probably were probably harmed. Fake, probably fake, fake reindeer, if I had to guess. But, uh, I don't know if they're... Yeah. All right, so that means that we are on to our categories, my friends. I know you guys have quite a few notes on this. Yes. Uh, so I guess whoever wants to start, did you find this movie to be at all scary? Andrew? Absolutely not. Mm, Why is this scary? You. Why would this be scary? It's fun. It's a fun movie. The, it's let meant me guess. Cat has a dissenting opinion. The only scary part is the mall Santa. Mm. I had a different part. Okay. Okay. I, I, I had one jump scare. You go the, no, no, no. Well, this isn't a jump scare, but the actual like reality of being scared is that something oh, goes crazy that could in happen. a mall. Yeah, you get trapped in there and this motherfucker. Tra- yes. But first That's off, all he, all he has is an axe. You can't escape. There's like 75 exits in every mall. How are you keeping hostages? Irrelevant. Doesn't even happen. But it's not even, like, I mean, you see, like, the girl, like, the, that he's seeing this one thing as, like, an elf, but then this girl is just, like, at a kiosk with scissors, and, like, he's uh, envisioning. She could have just she ran away. This, yes, she could have. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No but one I needs mean, to encounter the Santa Claus right. with the axe. The reality of that happening is Terrifying. Because that's it. that's scary to you because you would be the idiot that tries to stab Santa with the, the pair of scissors well, instead of running away. No, I would run. The, I would the run. only thing I would say yeah. is that if if it, if it were to be more topical for the year 2021, uh, the mall Santa that loses his mind would not have an He'd axe. have a shotgun. He'd have a gun. Yes. He'd have a gun. He'd have a gun. Which that's a little bit harder to run, run away from. Right. I, I actually kind of thought it was funny because, Kat, I know you and I as – Huge, huge super fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I thought this was kind of like the opposite 
of the episode of Sunny. It's it's called a, a very sunny Christmas, and there's a scene if you watch the show where uh, Charlie realizes that his mother was a prostitute that. Um, she got. She had sex on Christmas Day with multiple Santa Clauses, and they all brought Charlie presents like when he was a child. Dozens. And he has a flashback in a mall <laughs> where he goes in a, as an adult, and he sits on Santa's lap and proceeds to scream at Santa, did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my fucking mom? And then he bites Santa's neck, and he has blood all over him. And it's just, it's, ap- <laughs> so this is like the opposite of that, with the Santa Claus losing his shit and not the actual person sitting on Santa's lap. Right. So I, I was thinking of that when we, when we were watching yeah. it. But I will say, for me, um, I didn't think this movie was scary at all. Um, I did have one jump scare, and it was the part where, um, the, in the, so none of these, None of these sequences had titles. They were just story one, story two, story three, story four. It was the high school one? It was the high school The one with the high school kids when they're watching the footage of the police officers. And she falls out of the ceiling. Yes, that was the one jump scare that actually got me. And I remember it got you too when I watched it. Well, I mean, yeah, something. (laughs) That was the only scary thing for me. Uh, Andrew, what was your favorite scene in this movie if you had one? Favorite scene or favorite part of the trilogy? Segment? I would go with my segment. I love the changeling segment. I thought that was okay. great. All right, go ahead. I thought it was just really well done. Like, the stupid kid gets lost in the woods. They shouldn't be trespassing there. It's involved with the dad who had seen the murders at the other place. I just thought the buildup for that one was, like, it was a lot more... It felt like a more of a horror movie to me than the other ones. Like, except that had one of the most disgusting, vile scenes... So I don't know how you guys felt about this scene, but when mm, I know what you're gonna the say. weird changeling ended up in his mom's bed and was uh, doing oh, something yeah, that, that involved was, uh, like touching his lacio mm. or licking his Trying mother's to feel up his mom. Yeah, yeah, that was so weird. And she's like moaning, and I'm like, "That's your kid in the yeah, bed." That's but it really... wasn't her kid. It was this weird yeah, change. Like, but that made me yep. feel very uncomfortable. Oh, absolutely. And I was like, "Oh yeah, we're going there." Um, I just thought that one was different. And like it, it was like like I feel like the Krampus one was just basic. Like the, all those stupid white people that should be killed because they suck so bad. Like Dylan's a fucking the asshole. kid. The kid that in that kid, one. Sucked. I wanted that kid to die so fast. And he didn't die fast enough, and I wanted the mom to die. And the dad, I didn't realize, was a giant piece of shit till he died. Um, as far as the other ones go, um, I mean, are we doing? Are we going to do favorite death? That's yeah, we're going to do that. that. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll we'll All right, so I won't do the favorite death. Um, so that's your favorite scene. Is the one where she gets eaten out by her kid. No, my favorite we'll scene. <laughs> my, my, my favorite, my, my favorite, favorite scene is actually <laughs> when. Storm and Norman is in the bathroom screaming in the mirror and he's finally realizing what's going on. He's trying right. to like come back. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, fuck. Fuck. So yeah. my, my favorite scene was also from my favorite segment. I thought the strongest segment in the entire movie was the Santa Claus segment where essentially there's the zombie elves and he eventually fights Krampus. Then you come to find out that it's not actually happening, but it's just a mall Santa Claus that has lost his mind and has a psychotic break. But I mean, I just I just thought my favorite scene was the fight between Santa and Krampus, where they're essentially battling, and Santa has the staff, and Krampus is throwing the chains at him, and that was pretty cool. I thought that was really good, and also um, I know we're gonna get to this in quotes. Uh, some of the the dialogue between the zombie elves oh. and Santa Claus, yeah, absolutely Phenomenal. fucking Great. hilarious, and uh, 
language warning for that particular part. And again, just because we're going to directly quote these movies doesn't mean that we endorse the language. This is a uh, precursor. Kat, what about you? So I actually liked the scene um, with in the Krampus one with the old lady who then the younger girl comes back Aunt and Esther is like, or whatever I, stupid I, I yeah, her something name. like that, yeah. But the girl comes back and is like, so, you know, because he broke this Krampus oh, thing, yes. you know, like, we can put it back together and, like, Krampus will be all done or whatever. And then she puts together the whole thing where, like, oh, wait, no, you knew what was going to happen and, like, you all this stuff. You sent us out. And she's like, oh, it's a spirit and the spirit can go into anyone mm, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden her, like, whole face changes and she turns into Krampus and yep. eventually, and I'm like, Yes, because that old lady sucked. She sucked. sucked. And I was just like, nice. Like, that was a good way to end. She deserved it. So, here's a question for you guys Which Krampus design did you like better? The one from Krampus, the first episode that we did, or this movie? So I had I'll, I'll go I'll go first because I actually was kind of taking some notes on this. I liked this one in a different way. It's different than the other Krampus. It's more wintry. It, it's more of like a bumble. It's more of like a snowy Krampus. What's a bumble? It's, you know, you like mean the like bumble a, from like oh Rudolph. from Rudolph. It's like an abominable snowman yes. type Krampus. Yes, it's a white. It's a white Krampus with the. It still has the horns, but it's. It still has the teeth, but it's. Not, it's not nearly as scary as the other Krampus, I don't think. Not, it doesn't have the traditional robes and yeah, all the Christmas see, I, thing. Yeah, see, I, so I, I think he actually probably looks more traditionally like what Krampus is. Yes. But I prefer the design from the from original, the Krampus, the Krampus movie. movie. Yes, personally. I agree. I agree with that. Andrew, what about you? I don't really care about either of those. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. Wow. They all look cool, whatever. Krampus. Like, I mean, that doesn't. I never even thought of that. Here comes Krampus. The design of Krampus. Krampus. You didn't think of that? Yeah, they look the same. They look like stupid idiots with horns on their heads. No, the one from Krampus looks like he has like a mouth that's down. He's got more like a. He's more like a. Well, they both have the long tongue. He's more like a Lovecraft. The Krampus from the other one's more Lovecraftian. I feel like. Which I feel like you would like more. I'm surprised. I do like. Yeah, I mean, they're both cool. I just never really. Okay. The other, well, the traditional, well, not traditional Krampus. Well, actually, I'd say this one's more of the traditional Krampus because it's just a very. It it does it does look more traditional. Like if you yeah. Yeah. Versus the one from the Krampus movie. You know what I was gonna say? We should have watched before this was the. uh, Krampus episode of American Dad. Have you ever seen that one? I have not seen that. No. Actually, we should watch we that. Should Maybe watch we should that watch that after. American Dad's so good. I love that show. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, so that means we're on to favorite quote. And Andrew, I know that you have been dying to tackle this. Why don't you go first? Um, so it's when uh, Santa realized that all the elves have turned into these flesh-eating zombie elves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's—I think his name is Shiny. Shiny, the elf. And he, yep. uh, <laughs> Shiny. is ready to uh, skewer Santa. He says, I'm going to eat your brains out, you Christmas cunt. <laughs> probably the funniest so line awesome. from the movie. Dude, I, was I, like, oh, I, my God. I, I, I lost it. I lost it. When he, uh, so he actually has another uh, He has another good quote in here that I had written Oh, he's down, got a bunch. Is, uh, I said, I don't want a goddamn cookie, you reindeer fucking snow whore. <laughs> I thought that was a really good one. That was yeah. a really good one. And then obviously, uh, the you know the daughter from the Krampus scene says "Merry Christmas, motherfucker" when she lights yeah. Krampus on fire. That was a good one. Did you have anything for this? Uh, I did actually. So William Shatner has some pretty great quotes. He's actually the, pretty funny in this movie. In, I will he say. also doesn't look wait, wait, wait. old at all in this movie, and he's like a thousand. I know. Yeah. Um, in the credits, at the end, mm-hmm. there's one of those little uh, bloop things. Yep. Yep. 
And he has some pretty funny things where he addresses some, like, PC issues where they have people that call into the radio station and are like, well, you know, they might have dealt with this better if there was more police training. And William Shatner goes, there's magical dark forces out there. Like, how do you expect them to be more police trained for magical dark forces? And then he goes, like... He says, we can't go as a society, we can't go five minutes without looking at our... Oh, wait, hold on, I just got a text message. <laughs> like, yeah. he, like, says all these stupid little things. Or he's like, put another eggnog on the fire. I mean, yeah. put, put another log, log on the fire, on the fire yeah. and pour <laughs> yourself <laughs> another eggnog. Yeah. They're, they're, like, he just says the best things, and it's it's just so funny that he addresses all these little... He, should, another, be, he should be, like, yes. a radio host. Yes, I would listen absolutely. to the William Shatner Hour. I'm like, so anything, pretty much, that he says, he... Like, it's it's gold. Cause, and he's just that little comedic relief that, like, kind of goes throughout the entire... For this yes. type. Like, it reminds me of, like, Southbound, where you have, like, the radio guy talking yep. as they go on. Like, it's perfect for this type of movie. I thought it was a very good through line for the entire movie, a good way to tie everything together, especially when you find out at the end that, like, the things that he's referencing on the radio are, are directly yeah. tied right. to this particular town and all of the stories that you're seeing. So, Correct. I agree, 100%. Yeah, so those are my favorite quotes, are from him. Is this the type of movie, you guys, where we would have a least favorite and favorite character? Yes. Um, I have a, I have two. All right, go ahead, Andrew. Least favorite character is Duncan, that little piece of shit from oh, the Krampus scene. the worst. The one that um, breaks just the, the Krampus thing. On and purpose? He was the one that killed all the, the animals. Like, I wanted him to die immediately, and I was so glad. Him and his mother. His mom was a fucking... Okay. Um, also, um... Uh, Storm and Norman, probably the MVP of the movie. Like, we all have felt that way about Christmas at some point where you just want to, I don't know, massacre everybody at the mall. <laughs> kind of like uh, I felt today running around to Colony Place and uh, several other places. Oh, we went to Derby slammed. Street and Hingham? Why would there you do that? There has never been a place that I wanted to murder more people. Oh, you were with Seth today? Yeah, I went with Seth. Uh, oh, God. Well, he had to get a gift card at Burton's. For who? Christine's parents. Oh, gotcha. Because there's one up in that area. Hey, well, listeners, you don't need to know that. That's okay. (laughs) Hey, Hey, we're in the middle. What were you going to say, Kat? Um, So my favorite character, I think, is William Shatner. But I also liked the girl that turns into Krampus. I thought she was a good character, like, who kind of evolved, like, into this. She was kind of like this kind of, I don't know. The typical high schooler that kind of is like, well, I just steal stuff every now and then from whatever, and like I didn't think it was that big of a deal, and then she turns into this kind of. Well, she chooses to. She, she does. Invokes yes. Krampus yeah. to kill Etta yeah. or whatever. The I liked is. her. Um, the girl, the redhead girl that you said reminds you of she. I hate her. I oh, hated oh, okay, her. yeah, that whole. I don't she like any sucked. of that part. Of the I movie. I hated her a lot. So. Um, She's my worst character. Yeah, by yeah, far. Uh, Duncan, the kid, was my least favorite character, and either Santa Claus or William Shatner was my favorite character. So I have nothing new to contribute there. Um, time for nitpicks. Anyone have anything? Oh, I do. I got one, and I sent it to you guys earlier. There's a video, I think, timestamp in the movie. It's somewhere between an hour and 18 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes in the movie, and um, it's, it's part of that <clears throat> scene... Coming from a man, by the way, who watches every movie on subtitles, which I'm not uh, faulting you for that. This is why I watch movies on subtitles. So I may be mistaken. I'm pretty so the um, the, the it's it's the scene with the kids at the high school. They're hiding and they're trying to find this the, the weird death that had gone on. And the kid's name is definitely Dylan that they're looking for. 
and he's walking through the halls with this, you know, his, uh, whatever. Camera. On, camera on, and he uh, says, Dylan, because that's the kid's name. Dylan. But I think he actually says, Philden, or Philip, yeah. or something wrong, and they never edited it out. But if you look back at it, clearly says in subtitles that he's saying Dylan. But when you hear him speak, if you just listen and you don't look, it sounds like he's saying Philip. And I just don't know why they didn't like retake that scene. Maybe they ran out of budget money or whatever. But that's it's just so funny that you picked up on that too. Dylan, but I mean, yeah, you son of a bitch. That's why I watch movies with subtitles. Mm. Yeah, not that reason in general. I'm just deaf, and I like to be able to hear what's going on. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't have any. Cat, uh, did you have any nitpicks? Um. Kind of, yeah, like, the Krampus, so the Krampus thing was kind of weird how the way that they worded it, um, just because, like, she said that Krampus is a spirit that takes on the body of someone else, and I was like, well, is that really the way that that's supposed to go? That is then, true. I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I mean, I mean it's there, yeah. I, I, she, I thought that was a little strange, too, that people were shape-shifting into Krampus. Yeah, because yeah. then I was like, well... And that got a little bit, I mean, I know that in the end, the, the Santa had mental health problems or whatever, and he was imagining this, this guy as Krampus, so that's fine. But in the same sense, I'm like, Krampus doesn't really evolve, like, into a human host from what I've ever heard in folklore, so that mm-hmm. was a little bit weird. That like, it was one of my favorite scenes that she did, like, evolve into Krampus, but in the same sense, Pretty I was badass. like, I, kinda I don't liked think it. that's... I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, but though. it's a th- there's there's room for creative Interpre- artistic interpretation. Right. interpretation. Sure. Interpretation. But it just I didn't really like that. Like cuz it just seemed like okay, well, the way that it looked in the movie, if you didn't know the folklore with Krampus, then you'd be like, "Oh, well Krampus is in the mall and this guy and Krampus is in this girl and right. over here." And then you're kind of thinking, you're like, well, how many other Krampuses can be out there? Well, Krampus was never in the mall. <clears throat> no, no. Well, no, he wasn't in the mall. because yeah, but That he was imagined, a delusional yes, person. Right, so correct. there's only one Krampus throughout the movie. But. That's what you're missing. No, but if she can if she can evolve into Krampus, who else can? If, if, if Krampus is a spirit, as they're saying in this movie, and you, you don't have, have to have Christmas. You have to have this knowledge of him, though. But she didn't. She didn't get. She did. She gained the knowledge from Etta. But how many other people in the world would have that? Probably nobody. No, that's not true. That knowledge, that certain knowledge, it's that a only German this old folklore. Yeah, so only some old dirty grandmother's gonna know what she's talking the about. One person in the. I mean, I don't. I don't. You're thinking. I think way it's, too much. I know. About I understand. This. All right. It's, fair it's, enough. It's a nitpick for me. It's okay. A nitpick. Fair enough. Fair. Fair. I like your nitpicks. A peek into Catherine's mind. One of the co-host minds of America's hometown horror. Yeah. And I don't think Krampus can be everywhere in one night like Santa. It's not really, it's not. Why can't he? Because that's not. Oh, because Santa's uh, real. <laughs> yes. Never mind. Let's, Let's move keep on. Just moving on. I'm yes. just kidding. I didn't mean, you're not an idiot. Time for favorite kills, my friend. Oh, obviously. I will uh, start with mine, and I actually loved when Santa Claus uh, scalped one of his elves. At the very with, beginning. Uh, yeah. With uh, his bow staff that had a sharp pointy edge. I thought that was great. There were a lot of pretty cool kills, and I thought a lot of the special effects were not bad, considering this was a... Uh, the practical stuff was good. The special effects, uh, CGI, not that great. Andrew, go ahead. I know you said... You I think one. a lot of the favorite kills come back to Santa. Mm. Mine was when he lifted up the elf, threw him down on the uh, like old-school paper slicer from like school, and he just 
That was sick. Chopped his head that up. was sick. Honestly, I, I, f- I felt like, for me, a- anything revolving around Santa killing people in a graphic awesome. way, it's pretty awesome. And that guy actually looked as much of a schlub as he looked like in, in like the actual scenes where it showed what he really looks like. Oh, yeah. He looked like a pretty intimidating, in like, intimidating Santa Claus. And also Mrs. Claus was uh, pretty hot. Not an old, not an old Santa. Like, I feel like it was... She Martha, was Martha? she was yeah. disproportionately young compared to yeah. what Santa Claus looked like. Would Santa I? was hitting above his yes. he was hitting above his pay grade for sure. Well above. What about um, you? I liked the end scene where they killed Santa because it reminded me of Bad Santa when they're they in the mall and they shoot the Santa and I yep. like because I just think of Bad Santa when it's like no you killed Santa but like. In the same sense. That's another yearly yearly rewatch well, I mean, that we have. In reality, though, year. how many people did Storm and Norman kill in that? Oh, all, I like, know. Forty he, people. Like yeah. he was just slaying these people like they were elves. Yeah. Like talk uh, about a massacre. Lots he of absolute, lots of lots no, of teenagers he, and children. So which it makes it even better. Mm. He deserved to die over Bad Santa, but I liked that death because it reminded me of Bad Santa. Sure, I love Bad Understood. Santa. Yeah. One of my favorite. Fraggle sick car. Yeah, the fraggle, fraggle sick car. What the fuck, what is is the fuck do you want for Christmas? Fraggle yeah, I heard you the first. Why don't you mind your own fucking business? Just shoot salad. I'm on my fucking lunch break. My fucking lunch break. I say that. My fucking lunch break. I used to say that all the time at the job. My fucking lunch. So, guys, I feel like um, we we kind of essentially went to one of these already. But do you think this movie would translate well to a haunted attraction? And Andrew, I know you were kind of there. Uh, I'm always there, in spirit. I think it would. I think there's a lot of different scenarios where you can make different rooms in a haunted house that I think it would it would translate to a good haunted attraction. See, the only thing that I thought about this movie was that. Most of most of these sequences in this anthology were not overly Christmas themed. No. I mean, so the one that sticks out to me was the teenagers in the school. That one like had nothing to do nothing. with anything. That was the worst one to me by yeah, that far. That sucked. At least the other three were Krampus themed. Uh, the, yeah, the other was, family was, was like, go, going to chop down a Christmas tree, and the other one was like, Santa what is the theme themed. In that like, one? nah, it was stupid. It was yeah. stupid. Um, so I think, yeah, sure. Any anthology movie you could make a good Christmas, uh, good haunted attraction out of because I don't know. I just I think it could work. We've walked obviously work, yes. through Christmas yep. three Christmas themed haunted attractions twice. Correct. In New Hampshire and in Florida. Yeah. So yeah, I I think it could work. You guys think anything else? Anything I else? I would be down with that. I'm always down with mm. anything. Are we doing cast replacements? Or is no, that not we're not a... doing any of that. We're, we're done. You, you can't. Go ahead. I, I, I didn't have anything for that, so I skipped it. The dad in the family that... Um, Who would have been better? Go ahead. Will Ferrell. I can't wait to hear. Oh. Will Ferrell would have been way better, and I thought he would have been hilarious in the same sense. First off, he I would never have signed off on any of this. He, no, he Why wouldn't. would he be... He They couldn't pay him for this. So you're... It you know who I would have thought would have been better? is Al Pacino or Daniel Day-Lewis oh or Leonardo DiCaprio, for sure. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis as Santa Claus might have been epic. Mm. It would have been like the last of the elves. It would have been awesome. Right. That'd be fun. Yeah, you can't do cast replacements for stupid Why can't movies. you? It's just fun. That's it's what we like got rid of. Okay, okay, so, okay. Would that category. Right, so, so, so podcast inner talk for you listeners. That's a category that we, unless we have cast facts. We like, got or rid of that. We, we should get rid of that. I okay. like cast Because it just, it brings up these irrelevant things that you say that But it don't makes matter. you think of like a different direction. Yeah, that, if I had like a... Th- 
fifteen million dollar budget just for one actor. Well, yeah, but it'd be you can't fun. do that in a movie like this. You can. All right. I mean, you did. I did. It's done. Fine. Let's spill your drink on Whatever. you. Whatever. Right. Don't spill my drink. So, guys, uh, final question: Would you watch a sequel to this movie? Yes. I would. Um, and I think it would be an easy way to segment into a sequel because it's an anthology. Well, so, you could do a whole here's, new story of exactly. movies. Here, here's the thing about anthologies is that they're only as good as the last segment. So if there's a bad, bad segment, if the next segment is good, people forget about it. So I think that you could make a sequel to this movie. I mean, it, I feel like Christmas horror is severely undertapped in movies. There's plenty to tap into. People could, people could do a sequel to this movie and... It could be more than Krampus and Santa Claus. You could do like gingerbread men eating real men. That's why I think Krampus is so perfectly I mean, you could do anything. (laughs) It's killer toys. It's killer elves. It's Krampus. It's fucking... I'm just glad this movie made Kat realize that anthology movies are good because she clearly had no idea what an anthology movie was. Well, I'm glad she, she knows. This up. She knows. was like, I don't like Now ants. ahead of Janthology. She thought it was like just Woo. a bunch of ants involved in some ology. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, I don't like biology or ants. I'm not ants. sure about anteaters What are we talking either. about? I mean, anteaters are yeah. kind of weird. Like I didn't that. know that you didn't know what these were. I just, uh, I'm just, fine. Well, now I'm ready and I'm excited. Guys, any final thoughts on this movie before we uh, put a bow in this bitch? Um, I'd say watch it if you haven't already, which by now I would have guessed that you would have watched it if you're still listening to this. Um, but I liked it. I think William Shatter was probably the best part of this, to be fair. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Anthony, yeah. any, any thoughts? <laughs> uh, all my thoughts have been given. Mm. I'm good. Mine have been given. And I don't want to say something catches. as stupid as she just said. Why? What do you mean? All right, guys. You guys. I hate you guys. Well, hey, I'll Merry tell you Christmas, what. Merry Christmas, everyone. If you've listened Keep to this. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> if you've listened to this and you're itching for more of what we have to say, here's where you can find us. Andrew, First, you're such a disease. And <laughs> then you might have crabs if you're itching. I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were, <laughs> you were growing, growing on, on my, my ass. ass. <laughs> so, I think, to be fair... As we are quoting Home Alone not a horror movie. on the Home Stop Alone of the Horror Podcast. Stop. Over, done, not talking about it. <laughs> you lost, outnumbered, two to three. If you're interested in more of what we have to say. And or first, if you're interested in seeing Home Alone on our podcast. Yeah, uh, like, Jesus Christ, if you're one of those morons that wants to hear uh, Home Alone cover this podcast. Everyone then, loves yeah, Home Alone. Give us some feedback on Instagram or, or uh, you know, Twitter. Yeah, everyone wherever. loves that movie because it's a comedy family movie. It's not a fucking horror movie. What you Anywho, <laughs> if you're interested more about what we have to say uh, online, anywhere, if you're listening to this podcast and saying, wow, these guys are great, you can go to our website, which I'm is ahpod.com. That's A-H-H-P-O-D.com. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Just search for America's Hometown Horror, and you will find us. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, at Hometown Horror. And we're on Instagram, which is where we're probably the most active, uh, at Hometown Horror Pod. And you can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find our show, hey, wherever you're listening, right the fuck now, but pretty much anywhere. Apple, Google, Amazon, blah, 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 blah. Guys, sincerely, from America's Hometown Horror to you, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Hanukkah. And a haunted New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. Whatever holiday you celebrate, we wish you a happy one. 
And uh, we'll be back next week where we'll be talking about Nightmare uh, Alley. Alley. I can't wait to watch this movie. I'm, I'm very glad to watch this. So, yeah, Nightmare Alley next week. And, uh, guys, say goodbye to your listeners. Adios, muchachos. Merry Christmas, Merry motherfucker. Christmas. Good evening. Ouch. <laughs> Hit me with <laughs> Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. And just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show. Because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.